Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. How about this? Just when everyone was starting to figure out how to say Mark D'Antonio. Oh, boy. There we go. He ends up retiring and walking away from Michigan State. Yeah. um, Did you notice that last night? Yeah, I caught that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, here, because I didn't have a chance to weigh in, and but please, let's both weigh in. And I read your column okay. earlier today. And I'm not. I mean, I gave him some daps on the way out of town, but I'm I, I it's I'm still uncomfortable because I, I, we don't know everything. I'm I'm not. Un, I'm perfectly comfortable saying he was a great coach who did great things at Michigan State. Yeah. I'm uncomfortable defining D'Antonio's legacy right now because. The last four years have been pretty darn bad on the field and off the field with some things going back four years ago. And that's part of it. He himself even said his legacy, it's not just wins and losses. And that's true. It's not just wins and losses. And it, if you had to right here, right now, think of a word or two or three or four to define Mark D'Antonio's legacy, not knowing, I mean, who knows? It might turn out perfectly fine, the timing. If they get Luke Fickle, who they want, the timing, you can say, didn't kill them at all. Or more stuff might come out. Perhaps the NCAA with some of the stuff from that's not proven from the Blackwell uh, depositions. And then it would be much worse. His legacy now, even though his head coaching career is over at Michigan State, I think D'Antonio's legacy is still incomplete. It's, it's, it's complicated, and it's incomplete. And you say, no, 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 it's not. No, no, you can't take away anything. I, but the whole thing is, and coaches always talk about this, did you leave the program better than you found it? That's never been a question with D'Antonio, right? He took it to heights, showed them possibilities. It'll always be better than he found it. Unless it isn't. Now, that's not the last four years a guarantee. Changed that. Yeah. Yes. His, I don't mean to um, make people mad or sad, but his last four years, his record is not much better than the four years that John L. Smith was here, like right around 500. His is a little bit better, and, and I'm not comparing him to John L. Smith. I'm comparing him to the situation that he inherited and the next coach is going to inherit. The difference is Michigan State now, thanks to D'Antonio, has a much higher profile than it did. Back, you know, uh, 13 years money. ago, more yes. money. I, I think they should be able to get a, a much better coach than John L. Smith, not much better than Antonio. But I'm not sure about that. We don't know. I mean, you they, they probably will pay, but will a coach, a good coach, do the same thing D'Antonio did and leave right at signing day? See, that's the thing. Like, um, the Iowa State guy has already uh, said, no, my, uh, Mike Campbell. Yeah. Has Matt already Campbell. said not interested, and supposedly. Mm-hmm. And so, next in line, if there is a next in line, Luke Fickle, Pat Narduzzi. 
I think it's it would be it's going to be very uncomfortable. I would just say be careful assuming anything is done because it's going to be very careful or very difficult for some of these head coaches to make that leap now. Fickle just signed his best recruiting class ever. Got one of the best quarterbacks in the country uh, inked up today, signed up today. And, I mean, more power to Michigan State. God bless them. If they could pull that off and get Fickle, you know what? We can stop talking about the timing, and, and D'Antonio's legacy may be shinier going forward. All right, so two things then. As we sit here on this, this Wednesday, a day after Mark D'Antonio retires, I, I guess one who do you envision coming in and taking over this program? But two, are you still grappling with what you, you know, kind of threw out there, what Mark D'Antonio is, what his legacy is, and the, I don't know, the, the, the cloud of mystery that I think kind of hangs over his decision-making. It does the hang timing, over, yes. the, the deposition. There's a lot there that we just don't know. The phone number is 248-539-9797. And, I mean, look, objectively, Okay, I, I don't have an emotional tie-in. I, I think Mark D'Antonio did unbelievable things at Michigan absolutely. State. Absolutely. But for me, the timing of this just, it absolutely reeks. And I talked about this last night. I can't get over, okay, so the NCAA violations end up getting leaked. The alleged NCAA violations end up getting leaked. And then immediately after that, Mark D'Antonio quickly uh, bustles together and sends out a tweet that he's retiring. He's walking away. Okay. Not to mention, if you actually read the article, and I thought DebtNews.com did a great job of compiling all the information, uh, make sure you tell everyone in the I office will. I'll that pass I said that. Yeah, I know they appreciate that. Um, but if you do pay attention to it, this isn't the first time that Blackwell and his attorneys have released information, and then, oh, oh, we didn't mean to do that after the media got their hands on it. So the, the biggest thing that is still sealed in this deposition is what? Mark D'Antonio's questioning and answers as it pertained to the Austin Robertson situation. I wonder if there is more and something else going on. And if you looked at Mark D'Antonio last night, I know you were in East Lansing. Uh, did you use your GPS, by the way? No. Well, here's the thing, though. The um, And I understand what, what, what you're saying, but the, about it being a complicated legacy. and what, But that was supposed to, he kept insisting this is a celebration. This is a celebration. Yeah, not at all. And it was the least celebratory celebration I've ever seen. He looked and miserable. Yeah, he did. And I said, I said, well, of course he did. Did you guys listen to him? He's <laughs> worn out. He's had enough. And I totally get that. Totally get that. This was then, different. Then, then retire after you can rest up for a day or two or a week or whatever and make it a celebration. He looked miserable it was almost like he couldn't get out of town and the halftime thing was really brief and that has to be about something you can just say it you know what you might be proven right this is what it's about dumbass he was worn out he was sick of it things kept piling on he kept saying things kept coming across and it might have been the blackwell stuff whatever lots of things kept happening and that was it why do you think there's more to which i would say because it doesn't make sense nobody does nobody does this the day before Signing day, and I not that not that the second signing day matters as much anymore because few, but it's still the time after which everybody has put their staffs together, all programs are ready to move forward. There's, I'm sorry until until I hear clearance from my people. I'm there's I'm afraid or wondering if there's something more. And, and I'm right there with you. And you know I know he ended up what answering a question. 
off mic, I believe, from Dan Murphy of ESPN. Nice job by the Michigan State PR staff of not giving him a microphone. So he had to blurt out a question about Curtis Blackwell and uh, Austin Robertson. But D'Antonio saying that you know Blackwell had zero to do with him walking away. Well, in his explanation for why he was burnt out, he wasn't burnt out because of the football aspect. He wasn't burnt out because of the players. He did talk about you know the things that just kind of kept piling on, and he didn't have a moment to breathe. Isn't a deposition? It isn't allegations that are you know going against you. Doesn't that play into part of the the other things that you have to deal well, with? Well, but coach? I think you know the, what I mean. Yeah, so for sure. But I think the biggest other thing was how it all impacted recruiting, and the recruiting had had definitely slipped, and that's yeah. a grind. And and he says that's where he came to the realization in the last week or so when he was on the road recruiting, and I just realized I won't sure. be here. I, I'm just uh, saying yeah. I won't be here when those guys are ready to uh, you know to graduate. And so that, but again, a lot of it rings to me a little bit hollow. Like, like, why wouldn't you, if you're a legendary coach at a program, he is, no doubt, D'Antonio is, and you're ready to move on, wouldn't you be like, like, and I want to thank everybody and this program going, he sort of threw in a couple, the program is in great shape and stuff, but really gave no thoughts on, you know, who he would want going forward. No indication he's hand-picking any successor, although he is supposedly going to give his input, unless his successor is already on staff and Mike Tressel. <laughs> he's the interim right now, but it, it, it just rang, How would you it describe? rang a little bit insincere, a lot of it. Okay, that's one word. I would say he was almost embarrassed to be there last night, whether it be him sitting courtside, whether it be... You know, you hear on BTN, he's supposed to give this halftime speech to the fans. He ended up saying, like, 12 words. Nothing to it. Nothing. Yeah. He almost, it almost seemed like he didn't want anything to be heaped or praise to be heaped on him. Almost as if, well, maybe there's something else going on that people don't know. I, I don't know. That's what it, it looks like, like from me outside looking in. He was at times defiant and at times yeah. almost sheepish, like so mm-hmm. low-key, like um, – and, and kind of filibustered at times, going on like you know, I have certain periods and I reset at certain periods. And I don't know. Are we reading too much into it? I don't care if we are or we aren't. I don't know how Legendary you don't. Legendary coaches don't retire <laughs> on the day before signing day very often in college football. So we're allowed to read into it as much as we wish. And I'm not accusing anything. I'm not declaring anything. I'm not saying Curtis Blackwell knows. It. His doesn't count as the truth at all. But when they pop in that NC violation thing, even if you in your heart at Michigan State know it's not true, that would still make you squeamish. Like, what do they have, right? Do they have other what stuff? What else? Mm-hmm. I, I, I think what that, did has they catch to be, me on? that has yeah. to be part of it. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.